Welcome back to From The Stands Podcast. From The Stands, by the fans, for the fans, from the stands. My name is Sancho Malagaza and I'm your host. Today I'm joined by someone who's been on the podcast before for the for the second time, but for the first time now as a co-host, Kanyama Funda. Welcome, brother. Uh, thanks, thanks. Uh, Seda, thank you for firstly um, having me on your journey, having me join your journey, for having me, uh, piggybacking me, carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> of course you know, I'm carrying you. <laughs> uh, so you know it's an immense privilege you know being here um you know me and you you know we've been friends for quite some time i've seen you grow this podcast over the last two years you know it's something that i'm also passionate about and hopefully you know together we can reach new heights and you know push passion you know what i mean no most definitely most definitely um like like can you say this, this has been going on for two years uh, two years um basically it's a sports channel i mean we're gonna keep it going i mean content is gonna be coming on youtube on all of our podcast platforms that's spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast you know breaker anchor you know pocket cast uh links are going to be in the, in the description make sure you check that out make sure you share like comment subscribe follow um all of our socials as well our personal socials are going to be in the description make sure you follow us Definitely. as well um <laughs> as well as our socials for the podcast on instagram at from the stands podcast um make sure you check that out take hey, uh take us away for today power Alright, um, so today we'll be, well, in the first part we'll be discussing Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Yeah, my boy. Um, you know, we'll be discussing Manchester United and just to give us a little bit of context as to where we are in the season. We are currently in second position with 51 points, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 13 off the top, 14. Yeah, 14. 14, 14 off the 14 top, um, which Man City, which has become a runaway. Yeah. Um, so that's just context into the situation. So to, to kick us off, um, Sundays will be, you know, we'll be talking about our weaknesses, strengths, you know, and our expectations. So yeah, say that. What are the glaring, glaring weaknesses that you see? Clearing weaknesses is that our club is a pandemic, first of all. Panorama. Uh, <laughs> Panorama. <laughs> um, I mean, besides that, I think I think our biggest weakness is our inability to break teams down. You know, um, currently United have had 15 games in terms of my own research that I've done. 15 games that we have struggled to break teams down. At, as it stands, I think we um, in the past 10 games we've won three games and drawn six and only lost one. Um, that one was against, um, what was it against again? Sorry, in the past? Uh, 10 games. Lost, the, the game we lost. lost. Yeah. Wasn't, it, wasn't it Sheffield? Yeah, I think it was Sheffield United Sheffield. home. Yeah, Sheffield United home. Like, of, the, of those 10 games, we've drawn six. So, like, I mean, drawing six games in the past 10, like, that's dropping. As title contenders. As t- it's, it's, it's very poor. It's very poor. Like, I mean, even throughout the season, you know, of the 15 games, Luton Town, it took us 88 minutes to score our first goal, which was only through a penalty. We played that away. Newcastle, it took us 56 minutes to actually um, 
break the deadlock, you know, and start leading that game away. Arsenal, we lost at home to a penalty and we failed to break them down throughout the game. I think both teams were very um, defensively um, sound or structured and uh, like there was no team that was like going for it at the end of the day. And what do you attribute that to? Um, I think, I think at the moment in terms of lately, I think we do miss Paul Pogba. Um, his creativity within the midfield. I think when we start, and I think I don't blame Oli at the moment because, like, I mean, you look at the players that are available. When you start Fred and McSauce, um, there isn't even matters to a certain extent. There isn't that final ball that goes into. There isn't that ball that goes into the final third. You know that that that, unlock that unlocks the defense that breaks the line. You know that comes into Bruno's feet in the final third or Marcus or um, Mason, Cavani, mm. Tony, mm. all of our forwards. You know there isn't that ball that actually breaks through and unlocks that defense. Um, I think as well. I mean, both players in all three players in Fred, Source, and Matic. I think they're very good players in terms of defensively. They they recover the ball very well mm-hmm. and they pass the ball easily. But like you find that most of the majority of the passes are like sideways. You know, either towards Maguire or Lindelof or the fullbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have that pass that goes or that long pass, that diagonal pass. Like you don't see much of it. That pass that you would get from a Paul Pogba. You know. Um, or someone who is more creative. I think someone who was meant to kind of fulfill that role also was Donny van der Beek. But I think he struggled to embed his place in the side in, in terms of when it comes to, I think fitness is a, is a role do as you, well. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry no but do you think that Donny is a cam or do you think he'll, he'd be able to play in a more box-to-box number eight role? Uh, kind of how Mason Mount when Mason Mount's playing in the midfield, kind of how, how he plays. I think it's okay. I think I think there is the closest kind of comparison. I think Mason Mount is is probably of his mold. I think if you look at it from a um, positional sense, I think Donny is a number eight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a number six. He's not a number. He's not, he's not a number ten. He can fill in at number ten, but I think he's more of a number eight. Mm-hmm. But the number eight that he is is not. He's not your box-to-box type of number eight. He's more of an attacking yeah. style number eight. Yeah, he'd, you know? he'd be... So, like, just to think, he'd be perfect in, for example, City system. He's He reminds me of almost a, our, our Gundogan. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. We just exactly. don't have the luxury. Like, we don't we don't hold the ball nearly as much... As much as Or City as does. well as City, City does, exactly, um, exactly. And that's, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know whether that's our playing style or that's just because we lack quality. I think it's a bit of both. Um, of I course, think it is both. You know, um, like our 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 midfield's got uh, doesn't have the greatest passing quality outside no, of Pogba. Doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, even with quality passes into, quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. into the final third, and not, not even that, just being able to retain the ball. Um, like you know, I always say to you, um, when I love Fred the most is yeah, when yeah. Fred is intercepting the ball and just passing it immediately. A short pass to Pogba mm. who, or Bruno or somebody close by who can do something and not mm. asking him. You know, with um, Fred out, sorry, with Pogba out, we've been asking Fred to to punch above his weight. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's the best. I can, that's the best I can I, I can say because for me, Fred, um, when Fred sits deep and is able to disrupt. To disrupt um, opposition's attacks, disrupt opposition counter attacks. That's mm, where yeah. I think he's also brilliant. Just yeah. winning up, winning the ball back straight after we've lost it, 
and then picking out to short pass to somebody who can do something. That's that's that for me is probably it's, it's, it's yeah. his best. You know, I, do, I definitely agree with you. I think for me, like going back to the whole Donny thing, I think he was very unlucky when he wasn't getting a run in the side when Pogba was in form, Sauce and Fred were also in form, Bruno is irreplaceable, mm, mm, you know. Mm. And then when Fred, no, sorry, when Pogba got the injury that he got. I think Donny also got the injury, and that's when Donny was supposed to. And I mean, I'm not going to try and blame him or blame on um, on anyone like that. When he was supposed to get an opportunity to get into the side, get mm. a run of games. In terms of, you looked at the, the Europa games that we were playing. You look at the games that we were playing um, against um, West Brom. You know, the, the smaller teams yeah. that, that we were playing, where you don't necessarily play a Fred and a, a, a Maxource or a Fred and and Matic. You know, even if you, you do, would've... I guess you just start integrating him exactly the side, yeah. in, in, into the system. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. then his injury has come at a very bad time. At a very bad time, mm. and you would find that Pogba is, is currently on his way back. I think Donny is also on his way back. So by the time Pogba comes back and is fully fit, or Donny comes back as fully fit, Pogba's already back in the side and is back to square one for Donny van der Beek. You know, um, so I think that was like a big opportunity missed from his side. Um, hopefully he does get into the side. Hopefully he does get a run of of, of games into the side. Um, I just want to ask you quickly: What do you think about the whole um, stigma around Wasas Tony van der Beek and him not getting enough game time that's just, with that's, United? Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. That's just plainly like plainly put. It's because he's a Manchester United player. Mm. Um, he's playing for the biggest club in the world. Which means he has the biggest haters in the world automatically. As, as he signed <laughs> on, on the, that's and you know that's how it is. No, um, Hakim Ziyech is, you know, um, you know, I I see their situations as similar. Uh, Hakim to me is a fraud, but you know I would like to see him succeed. That's not what I'm not saying. Just I think personally. he's on Ford Watch. Yeah, not necessarily a fraud. He's on Ford Watch. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, what that? But no, yeah. Um, you know, Hakim. Uh, okay, fine. Let's say he's on Ford Watch. Cool. Mm. But that's that's just me being harsh. I can. I I know. You know. I can differentiate myself. You know. I know that. You know. I just. I'm saying that because you know he came in this crazy transfer window that Chelsea had. Yeah. You know. I'm, you know. I'm trying to just push the agenda. You know, I can. I can. Rightfully you know, so. Like, yeah. Rightfully so. Rightfully, rightfully so. so. But I can say. But in terms of. How the media and you know the fan bases have just ignored the uh, the the uh, the two situations and how they've you know how they're completely reacting separately to the two situations. I mean, Donny van der Beek and Donny van der Beek, Hakim Ziyech and Kai Havertz have both you know have all had large periods of time where they've been out of the side. Okay, understood. Mm. But if you if you were to watch. A game where Donny van der Beek features, the commentators cannot keep his his name out out their mouths. Even if he features on the bench. Even if he features on the bench, it's and it's always Donny. He's under he's underperforming. He's underwhelming as a signing, etc. 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 But nothing of the other players. Which is I'm not trying to say that they should. I just I'm just looking for consistency. Mm. You know I'm just looking for for people in the media, people, you know, you know. People just to recognize their bias. Mm. That's all I'm asking. Just recognize your bias and acknowledge it, that it is there. Mm. No, I totally get you. I think for me, um, like looking at, looking at it as like holistically, I think as a coming from a different league, as a defender, like a centre back and a midfielder, 
those are the toughest positions to embed into the Premier League. You know, you probably need more time than your other signings to be able to get used to the pace of the Premier League, the style of play, etc, etc, etc. And my problem with Dodi van der Beek is that he's not being given the same luxury that the likes of Naby Keita and Fabinho were yeah. given when yeah. they arrived into, into, into Liverpool and the Premier League. You know, Naby Keita coming from Germany, Fabinho coming from France, you know. Yeah. When Klopp was embedding them into the side and playing them in small spurts, you know, here and there. It was and great play development. It was, it was great play development. It was like, it was applauded as him integrating them into the system, integrating yeah. them into um, getting used to the English play and, and, and. But when Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was doing the same thing with Donny van der Beek, it's Oli Gunnar Solskjaer not trusting the player, yeah. you know. And all three players are, were big money signings within their own context, you yeah. know. So now the whole price tag of Donny van der Beek is being put into context as to how can you sign a 50 million player and not play him, yeah, him or trust him, or trust him to, 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 to play, you know. But I feel like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is embedding him into the side and was embedding him into the side. I think, like I said earlier on, he was very unfortunate with the timing of his injury. But like, I mean, and, those, he, was playing, those, those he, was, and he was playing his cup games, he was playing his Europa League games. Yeah, you know, and I, for me, like, I mean, you could tell that he was a bit off the pace and it's a thing of, it's, 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 it's a, a two-way street, you know, you can, you can say, like, the pass, like the, the play from him is also like the other players within United are still trying to learn how he moves, learn how he plays, mm. um, so that they can put him into the space and put him into the situations mm. where he can they, do best. Because there, there are a lot of times where he's just not being found as well. Exactly. In good positions. Exactly. And he's a quality player. Don't and when he's like on the ball, player. when he's on the ball, I think. Um, players around him are also trying, still trying to figure out what, what he can, he can do, do yeah. and what Definitely. what they should expect, like what they should expect him to do, so that they can move or get into the positions where he can do whatever he does. Yeah. You know, but I think he has looked very good, or not very good. He has looked decent, um, like in the short bursts that we've seen him at, at United. I don't, I don't have a problem with the signing. Um, yeah, yeah, just um, just to get back to your original weakness with regards to us being able to break. To break it down, if you know, I stand to be corrected. I'm, I'm seeing that as, you know, um, you know, a problem with our midfield more than a problem with our, um, with us going going forward, as in our forwards. Yeah, yeah no, no, I think it is our problem with our midfield. Mm. I mean, we look at the Crystal Palace game that um, that just passed up as of recording. Uh, we only had one shot on target. You know, I think we had about eleven attempts all in all in the go on goal. Like, mm. I mean, that's really not enough to to break a team down you know it's it's it's, it's literally terrible you know and it is more on the midfield team because our creative our creative outlet our biggest creative um source is bruno is bruno fernandez right Mm. at the number 10 position and every team in the premier league knows that so what they are going to do is they're going to man mark bruno fernandez they're going to have someone someone of the sort of a d6 sitting on top of bruno fernandez the whole game game, taking him out of the Mm. game now this is when your other players your other midfielders come into play in terms of need to step up in terms terms of of creating those we are in terms of creating those chances putting in those passes within the final third where the likes of pogba are coming in and actually doing a better job you know yeah. um where the threads the sources and the matches are lacking i mean you can see um you can see when for example Bruno and pogba have the ball the type of runs marshall and rashford and, and make. yeah um and then you can see when fred has the ball bruno comes all the way deep 
to come collect yeah, basically off yeah. his feet mm. and that's just not good enough i mean you you're 100 where you know you need that ball that can get and find bruno in space further up the field yeah and you know in, in our team as it stands matters matters has the um um the, the the talent or the or the skill to do it yeah just doesn't do it as often as he used to in his prime yeah um which is now not good enough for yeah, us for us yeah and, and then pogba you know i don't and you know i believe that you know if they work you know i believe as a professional you, you can always just work on your game yeah um so i do believe uh source and you know fred can fix that area of the game but they just don't have it yeah that's just, the, the, the passing game and uh, i mean the game against Chelsea. Yeah. The game oh, against Chelsea. The the pass, the pass is so simple as Oh, that that that, that counter attack at the end of at the end of the game. Oh. He's got Daniel James, uh, Marcus Rashford and Tony's marked by Kante. Oh yeah, he yeah, tried yeah, to yeah, hit Tony. Yeah, 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 he tried you know to hit Tony. So he's got two players in running space. full full in space full full head of steam and he hits Kante. Oh yeah. No, out, of, out, of, out of all people you can hit, <laughs> you hit. Out of all the people you can hit, Golo, Golo Kante. You know that's when I was. You know, I mean, and that's like an example of what I'm saying. I mean, Pogba in that situation, there's no chance he's hitting a defender. That, yeah. You know that ball. If you find, Br- but Bruno made the pass that um the pass that bro- that broke source. Yeah, that broke source because yeah. I think I think it was. It was a I don't want to cut cut to Fred. Fred to. To, to Bruno and then Bruno, Bruno to, to, to to source. So I, uh, guys, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I really, we just miss Pogba. I mean, I saw a tweet the other day that was that said that um, <laughs> <laughs> my fan base is shameless. That said that Pogba is going to have to earn his spot back into the side. I think that's what Oli said. Oh. But I think I think I think I think Oli could be saying no no but that's not that the tweet was somebody tweeting that like Oli Oli obviously has to say that yeah, as a manager yeah, yeah. I was about to say no player say is that. bigger you know you have to just you know keep keep, keep pace, egos keep, yeah, pace, you know, yeah. keep egos in check or but, keep them in check with, with, when it comes to the media not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know you don't as a fan you cannot honestly believe that <laughs> I mean we have drawn six out of ten games in a in a title chase yeah no, it's, it's... we have been woeful since he got injured at everything yeah. which that impact was immediate because we ended up destroying that game 3-3 we were, when we were up 2-0 two, yeah, and two we, we were comfortable 2-0 i was celebrating here jumping up and down <laughs> oh boy i don't even want to get into that game because all right so, yeah see what, what are you, what are the weaknesses that you've um identified with your beloved football club ah uh, uh, the center back pairing you know, um, our centre back pairing. Not that I was sent. Not our centre backs. Mm. Our centre back pairing. Mm. I mean, my my preferred centre back pairing is um, is Harry Maguire and Eric Bailey. Eric Bailey, including uh, this weekend's game against Crystal Palace, where he started. He has now gone eleven games. All right, eleven games, seven wins. Three, three draws, one loss. That one loss came in that six-one pumping that we had at home to to Tottenham. That's, six, that's but, sorry, but just, just carry on. That six-one pumping. I've got an excuse for it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like just, I'm, yeah, we all know that. Just like we all face of it, just off the bat, I've got an excuse for it, but carry on. Oh, no, no, we all, we all like we wrote that game off. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. game. 
Yeah, that game's out to memory. So yeah, I, yeah that's what I'm just putting. I'm just putting in where the one loss came from. Yeah. So besides that, he's gone ten games without a loss for Manchester United. He has conceded four goals. He has kept seven clean sheets. Mm. That's Eric Bailly for you, including that monumental block against that that earned us to. I know you. I remember it. I remember it. Was it against? Was it against? Was it against Wolves? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure who it was against. Or Villa. I think it was Villa. Might have been Villa. I think it was Villa. I remember. I think it was Villa. So, you know, Eric Bailly, he leads our, you know, he leads our team in clearances at 3.6. Um, he's, I think, averaging 1.7 uh, interceptions, if, if not 1.6, which puts him behind Maguire, mm. uh, which is as well what, like, what supports the Maguire and um, Bailey um, pairing. Um, you, know, you know, the one pairing where it, he's been with Lindelof, he kept a clean sheet in the European League. On I think four 0 victory or no no draw. No, 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 no. Um, so you know, um, you know, but with you know with Maguire and Lindelof, you know we could we conceded um three against Everton, um, and after being up two 0 up, uh, we conceded one against West Brom, which were second last at the time, and we conceded one against Newcastle in a three one win, luckily, but they had. Callum Wilson, who's been out for quite some time now, unfortunately. But besides him, at that stage, they had no player who had scored over two goals in the whole season. Do you know what I mean? We've, we, we've conceded 30, 32 goals uh, this season um, at the time where I've done, you know, done my work. Um, Fulham, at, in 18th position, were, had conceded 34. Mm. We are areas leading to goals, and at that time, remember, we've obviously been overtaken by City, but at that time, we had scored the most, yeah, the most, goals. The most goals in the Premier That was one of the only reasons, you know, our attack had been so fruitful, one of the only reasons we've, we've been up, <laughs> you know, we've been up, like, contending with the league. Yeah. Areas um, leading to goals and own goals, um, we've got six. West Brom, who are, 19, who are 19th at the time, have five. We have eight clean sheets or nine now yeah nine. and fulham who yeah, are isn't 18, it 10 is it 10 now since i think it's 10 because chelsea and chelsea and yeah chelsea, chelsea and, and, and palace and palace yeah. yeah so before this game week yeah and fulham was seven before this game week i had seven i mean sorry had seven clean sheets and were 18. so our, our defenses and our, our defense and our defensive output you know is 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 not title winning title contending um numbers or quality yeah and that's you know i don't i don't bring that um, you know i i think harry Maguire has been good this season i think lindelof's been good this, this season yeah i just do not think they complement each other well i think i think for me i mean looking at the, the epic games that you mentioned the everton game the newcastle game the west Brom game i think that's more the way you put it like i kind of it doesn't sit well with me why, like why the whole um i mean i agree with you that um our best pairing is lindelof sorry is maguire and by mm-hmm. because like i mean um i think i think harry maguire is a very good defender and he's been very good throughout the season in terms of his consistency even his fitness and stuff like that he's our club captain 
Um, Eric Bayer, I think, is probably one of our best cap- our best defenders because of his defensive um, instinct. You know how he's, mm. his alertness to danger, his quickness, his tackling, his alertness to danger. You know, That's a like, very good point. Yeah, he's, and his and his like his he's just able to yeah, yeah. He's just able to re- his defensive awa- awareness is just like miles ahead of our of, other centre backs. Yeah, of our other centre backs. But I think like I mean, you look at the look at the the the, 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 the Everton game. The one goal that we conceded, the, the final goal that we conceded was off a set piece. I wouldn't necessarily, like, you can put blame to Harry Maguire because of the offside line, mm-hmm. of the of the high line that we were trying to put, but I wouldn't necessarily put that to a defensive error. Um, the second goal... I wouldn't put it to a defensive error. Yeah. Or like, but to, to the pairing, poor. to the pairing. No, it's poor, it's, it's poor as a unit, as a united defensive unit, not necessarily as a centre-back weakness. Do you get what I mean? Okay. Carry on. Um, the um, what are the other two goals that we conceded against Everton? Kim and I, I, I can't think of them in my mind. Um, the, the, the West Brom goal. Remember Ball scoots into the right, the bottom right corner. That was that was us not clearing the ball. And whose fault is that? Um, De Gea was at fault because he had a chance to clear the ball. Was it him? I think yes, yes, he was part of it. Uh, I think. Um, was I think Lindelof was also part of it, and I think it, it came from the left, and I think Luke Shaw was also involved. Okay. I think Fred also could have done better there. I remember in that goal because he could have closed down the space much quicker. Um, yeah, but like I mean, what I'm trying to say is that like I mean, the goals that you've mentioned, like they don't like they kind of put the pairing at a um, they put shame on the pairing and not. United defensively, and that's kind of the context mm. where it's I not sitting. It's I not sitting well. I, I mean, I agree with you that they, they, as a pairing, they've got their own weaknesses. But as a pair, as a pairing, I think. Comp- but I think that's where our like our weaknesses are. For example, Aaron has been great defensively as always. Mm. Um, obviously, he didn't have that great of a game against Leipzig. We, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But when he was playing wing back, yeah. But you know, I mean, that's. I'm gonna say that's because you know we've we agree that he's not a wing back. Yeah, he's a yeah, back. yeah. Um and Luke Shaw has been fine to defensively. I just think he just plays behind Rashford and I don't know, I, I feel like Ari has told Rashford that he just mustn't worry about defense. Yeah, I know because like, Rashford um, Rashford on a defensive end is very poor. lazy. Lazy. And it's I think lazy. And, and it's it's almost to the point where you, you think it's intentional. Yeah. But like it, it looks so intense like at first, you know, I used to shout at my, at my team, I'm like, get back. And he just, you know, like, there's I... There's no effort. There's no, no effort, effort and there's no... None of his teammates are actually um, are the ones, you know, trying to put him in, in line with that. So no. I'm like, you know, I've got to stop, you know, I've got to stop thinking, okay, maybe Oli's telling him, you know, in order to break out on... On the, the counter, counter attack, yeah. yeah. Don't don't focus much on the thing. And I mean, for me, the whole the, the whole Rashford thing. Now that you brought it up, like, there's a whole chat around Tony Martial about how he's lazy. There's no effort on defense. He doesn't track back. He doesn't press up and side. Like, between the two, Marcus Rashford and 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 and, and Martial, Martial, Rashford is way worse. Way worse. Martial is way worse. Like that's and that's the thing. And that that's that's the reason why I feel like um. Tony gets the the, the the heat that he does is because he's French and Marcus is English. Yeah. Now, if you if you actually look at Marcus's game and watch it, like 
when next time we get to watch United, watch him defensively. Okay, probably the City game probably that's coming up this weekend probably won't be the best of examples because we are gonna probably gonna be sitting back and no, going no, on the counter. The city, no, 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 but like I mean, I he, like probably, he probably will put. Uh, what I'm trying to say, he probably will put more of a defensive effort in that game because with City you can't just just not defend. Like I mean, you know, threats everywhere on the field. Do you know, like legitimately, do you know what I think? I think during the whole City game, he's going to be hovering around the halfway line. No, that's so true. He'll, I think, yeah. he'll chase. You know, if you know, you know, uh, Stones or Diaz have the ball, he'll just shadow them. Just, but yeah. it, after that, you you won't. I I'm I'm willing to bet money because I'm willing. The only way we stop it. Okay, now I've got no money to bet. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like I just. I feel like the only the only chance we actually have for that game, and it's bad. And you know, it's a bad habit. I don't I don't like getting into bad habits. But City are just looking so good at you know as a stance. You know, the only the only way I, I think we 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 come out with a positive result in that game is if that that um that tactic pays off. Mm. So we see Marcus and you no know, Marcus, hopefully Greenwood and Cavani. Cavani, you know, break out. So we we see them break out, we score early, and then maybe after that we'll see Marcus actually give a shit on defense. I mean just to touch on that as for like a quick preview, I think um as strong as City is at the moment, um I think Pep will also be very cautious of our counter-attack and will set up in a manner that is more cautious. I think so you won't so you I don't think you're gonna see um Gundogan as forward as he has been in the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, but with the return of the burner, he hasn't been as forward as he has been in the past couple of weeks. Huh? No, I get that, but like, I mean, I think he's going to be even a bit deeper or a tad deeper now. You know, um, wow. just to cut, just to cover off that counter attack with United. I think, I think, I think Fernandinho will probably start ahead of Rodri because he's got the legs to cover the field and to cover spaces and you don't think Rodri, Rodri does no i don't i'm not saying Rodri doesn't have the legs i think like right you rather i think people would rather go for the experience of fernandinho in a game like this than a Rodri. Hmm. Interesting. He, he has also set up in a similar fashion um as we've played, you know, like the I think it's the two games that we've played so far. One in the league where we drew, where we drew no no. I think that was at home as well. Um, and then when we lost two no in the league cup semi final. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean to go back to the weaknesses that you were mentioning, I think I'm with you with the whole defense thing. Um, I think our defense has been poor this this season. Um, like you said, we've we've conceded 32 goal, 32 goals of 27 games. Um, we've only kept you know, we've kept 10 clean sheets of those 27 games. Uh, in terms of, for me, the biggest thing is the amount of shots that we that we allow, you know, um, at goal. You know, because we're currently conceding as 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 the data was um, was constructed. We're currently conceding 11.1 shots per game. You know, conceding 32 shots, so like 32 goals. So of the shots that we've um, conceded, it's taken 8.7 shots to concede a goal for United, you know, um, and that's guaranteed that we'll concede a goal every game according to that stat because, like, I mean, if yep. you're conceding every 8.7 shots and you 
concede 11 shots per game game, like you're bound to concede you know uh the best defensive team in this in the league um being city is only conceding 15 goals they concede 6.9 shots per game and it only takes them 11.5 shots to concede a goal so they concede a a goal every two games you know on average and that's that's the best team so like that's the team you'd look towards in terms of um a benchmark Mm. you know um and i mean defensively they've been They've been stonewall solid, stonewall solid. Um, teams that are in and around us, Leicester City is currently conceding 10.6 shots per goal, um, and they're conceding every 9.8 shots. You know that's slightly better than us on both ends. Um, Leicester, Liverpool, Leicester as, as a whole are a better defensive team than us, though. Do you rate? Yes. Why? Do you think so? The Tata supports it and they haven't been as great at, at attacking wise and yet they up up to this game week they were tied with us in points. I think I think they have So how so sorry. I, I don't think So how 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 would you not how would you not think that where I, they haven't been as good attacking wise yet we are tied with them on point? Because I mean we concede a lot of goals man. That means that they are better than us defensively. <laughs> yeah, but we also score a lot of goals. That's why we are where we are. But that's my. That's a great. You just say okay, exactly well, what I'm saying. Okay, wait. No, no. The thing is, no. The thing is, I'm looking at it. I'm not looking. I'm not trying to look at it on a stats point of view. I'm just looking at it defensively. How they are, you know, how they set up and stuff like that. I think. Why are they better defensively? I think they have. I want to say better control shape type of individual players within each positions and combinations i don't know if they initially a better defensive unit we're not a great defensive where are you getting uh, where are you getting the fact that we are even remotely good def- uh, remotely good defensive units say we aren't good like we are like we are good defensively but like i mean but they are they are okay i'll concede they are. They they are, they average seventeen tackles per game. We are at fourteen. Yeah, but interceptions, the tackle, but the tackles, okay. interceptions a game. Okay. We are at twelve. Are they at twelve? We are ten. They centre backs. I'm going to go the, the three centre backs um, when they were playing a back three, I and mean, because you know they've had as well huge huge injuries, which is also another thing. How are they? It's okay. <laughs> so Justin for fun and Evans, all right. They average Justin 2.7 um, uh, tackles per game. For fun, 1.7. Evans one. In total, um, that's 1.8. Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof, 0.8. Okay. Th- so I, I think as for me that with that, like I mean. You can argue that Leicester set up defensively Sorry, and play on I mean, yeah, set up defensively and tackles. play on the counter attack. So I mean, the defensive and stats are going to look better. So what do we do? I mean, but we have been more attacking this year, though. In this season, we've been like more on the front foot than I mean. Last season, I could concede that we have team that sits back and plays on the counter. Mm-hmm. But more this season, I think we've had not majority of position, but like I mean, in terms of position, I think we are sitting. On average, our rate is sitting in between fifty-five and sixty percent of position. You know, and um, they're probably sitting 
if not round about 50 we'll find that out we'll find that we'll come back to that (laughs) (laughs) but like i mean but you know like i mean united like when teams when smaller teams are playing against us they give us the ball you know like we have been more attacking and that's proven by the fact that we've scored 54 goals in 27 games i think more than us being more attacking i just think i don't want that to um you know i don't give credits to us being more attacking you know, I obviously have to give it some credit because yeah, obviously yeah. that would be just silly. I just more give more of that credit to Bruno and Rashford. Okay. More than us being more, and but it, but that's something we'll we'll talk about. No, definitely. Onto the next weakness. And, um, onto the next weakness. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, lack of rotation. For me, I have a problem with Oli and social, and I'm speaking to you right now, fam. Oli, if you're watching this, <laughs> <laughs> like, please, like, for me, I think more recently it's been tougher to make substitutions and i think in in in, in ollie's early like early reign um he would set up wrongly you know like not the right personnel not the right systems you know like prime, prime, prime example leipzig away when we played a back three like leipzig were onto our, us our they back three hasn't, our, hasn't been working though. like onto our biggest weaknesses within that system and they exploited them beautifully you know, like I mean, we did the same thing against Paris away, and we managed to get a win there. But like I mean, just because it works at Paris doesn't mean it's going to work at Leipzig. And I think ultimately he was, he was trying to he was trying Chelsea. to he was trying to mirror them, and we did it against Chelsea as In well. The, I think FA Cup semi. Yes, FA Cup semi final mm-hmm. last year. And um and that didn't work out. So like I mean, I think he's gotten better in terms of setting his side up. But I think in terms of substitutions now. Oh man, they just gotta come a bit earlier so that people can be able to get make, into the game and make it so make a difference. You know, no one can make. A, how can you expect a player to make an impact in 15 minutes off the bench, cold? <laughs> cold, literally. I mean, we're looking at the Palace game. The first substitution came, source. So it was source for source for Fred. Source of Fred, and that was on the 75th minute. That's too late. That's way too it's late. Too I late. mean, yeah, like. It's not earlier, like I mean, it's not like he didn't have like a lot of options in terms of attacking play to for players to make a difference, you know. Um, but Scott's proven that he's he's able to make a difference this season, and he slotted into that role. He was more attacking, yeah, he's, in, he's, in that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I, I mean, I've spoken to you before of how I think you know, Sos, you know, this year his player development has be, has taken you know a shift as to how I thought it was initially going yeah. to go. Yeah, I um, think we are going to get into that later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, that came in the 75th minute, and that's what's been kind of on average, you know, substitutions coming later than the 75th minute. Like, I mean, you don't giving enough people um, a chance to be able to get embedded into the game that's going at full tilt, you know, um, and for them to be able to make an impact, you know, because you do, like, with substitutions, you're getting an opportunity to change something that's not working, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, or just take someone whose legs are falling or off. Falling. You know? So, falling. like, I mean, that Wait. just needs to be quicker. In for example, opinion. we're up 4 0. We've got four away goals on Real Sociedad. Um, we're playing them at home in a Europa League game. And, and Oli starts and captains Bruno. No, I think I think I think I don't. personally I don't mind that. I think with that, like Sociedad gets an early goal, it's kind of backs against the wall. They get a second goal now. It's we four nil up against, on four away goals. Oh boy, it, I mean that you rest. No, I'm sorry, you rest. Bruno is playing 
game in game out, especially with this Pogba injury. No, but you also, rest him. You rest him. You play him on the bench. If if at half time it just is not looking good, maybe we two 0 down at the half. Remember, we two 0 down at the half. They still need two more goals. That's not even game. But you also That's don't want. Game. But you also don't want to put yourself in that position where like now it's it's tough you at home and hold you up are so, so you thought going into the game that we could possibly concede four goals not that we could possibly concede but, both, and both that's goals, my and but that's, I'm, wait, I'm just, wait, that's okay. my chat that's my chat you i'm not saying you don't include him in the match day squad you give him a breather that is that is probably in the next in the next few weeks that will be his only breather for me for me personally i think i don't i don't have a problem with him starting because i feel like you also don't want to put yourself in a position where now it's you're trying to catch up in a game that is running away from you, you know. Um, he, he did only play 45 minutes of that game and he, he went off at the half. Um, and I think with Bruno, he's also that type of player. Like, I mean, Oli has said this many times and he's also said this many times that he's the type of player that wants to play every game, week in, week out, no matter what the occasion is, you know. So, like, I mean, yes, you have to protect the player as a, as a coach. Yes, you have to protect the player as a coach. But, like, I feel like... Teach. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with him starting. I get your point that four yes, we are four, we are four now. Away goals in a Europa League game. I don't have a problem at home. Starting. I don't have a problem with him starting. That's re- that's 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 crazy. I had, I definitely do, especially when you have that's that is a prime opportunity for us to you know see players or oh, him for even you know I don't know you know I I just want to see from 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 the side I just want to see you know a level of of you know confidence now just for Oli to try you know different things different but who else could have played in that position i don't know but that's but that's what i mean that's i'm not the coach for manchester no, no, United. no, no, no I, 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 get, I get what you mean because i want to i'm also something. looking at the options that are, are available because you know, Don, donnie wasn't available pogba wasn't available mata was also not available i don't know who else was going to play because even when even who, when we came on for him um it was a i think it was a winger and then Master's thing was moved to do 10. Who? Greenwood. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Say that for me, I just. Because for me, like, you I rest, rest your. You rest, wait, you rest him, you rest him, you try something different. You've got a four goal away, away cushion. You know, if what, even if whatever you're trying at, um, at half time is not working, let's say we're down 1 0, realistically. We ended that game no no. We down let's say we down one no at half time. You just put him in to just stabilize and just to then you put him in and and, you and, get, and if we're and down stab- two no hypothetically. We 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 did you think we were gonna be down two no with Pine playing in in, in centre back? <laughs> not that I think no that, I'm saying I think hypothetically. You have Dean Henderson, Eric Bailey, and uh, no, Lindelof. Yeah, you have you, the span of the D. You have three you have for me you have two you know, proper, proper, proper players. You know, and then you still played. I think who played in the midfield? It was Martin and Fred. Come on, come on. No, but still, fam. Like, come I mean, on. Like, come like, on. for me, I, I get your come point. I, just, and I think, I think also in terms of just, like people that were available. Like, I mean, we didn't have much. For me, that's the prime game that Donny starts from minute one mm. to minute ninety. See, and I, him I, not I, being I, available I is, is, see, is if you is, say is if you issue. say if you say that. But that, that's not, you know, that's not how you led your, your convo. If you had led the convo with, he's, you know, you see him starting because, you know, we, squad selection-wise, we didn't have it. Okay, cool. Because, like, but 
Yeah, okay, cool. And then, then you know, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. The thing that. is, that's why, I, I, for because me personally, if if, if Donny, for example, if Donny was there, you know, a part of me doesn't think he plays Donny either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A part of me, you know, but whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, we're all done with the weaknesses of your club. I mean, yeah, it's cool. We can no, we can move, move on. on. Move, on move on to on. the strengths. What are your biggest strengths? Luke Shaw and Aaron Warden Basaka. <laughs> nah, listen. Um, I've been happy. You know, I've been happy with um Luke Shaw. Mm-hmm. Been happy with Luke Shaw this season. He's third, I think, amongst our assist leaders mm-hmm. in the club at five, which is as well a, a, a problem as it is a you know a, a strength. And, you know, it's a credit to him, but not really a credit to you know our midfield. Okay. Um, because he, you know, he's behind Bruno. Where are you saying the chances creation? No, 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 no. Assist. Assist. Okay. Assist. Assist. Um, he's, you know, he's second in key passes at two point one per game. Uh, fifty two passes per game at eighty four percent completion rate, which is all at the time, uh, which is great. Which ranks him seventh among um, players who complete fifty pass at least fifty passes a game. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I'm, I'm very impressed. You know, he's been. Going forward, you know, everything seems to go through Luke Shaw at a point in time. Okay. You know what I mean? We don't go forward unless he, he's, he's become so like influential towards our attack. He's, you know, he's passing, he's, his ability to, you know, pass in tight spaces. Uh, just his confidence on the ball has also just been immense, immense for us. Um, especially in a team where we don't have a lot of players who look extremely comfortable on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, at the time, he needed the league um, for defenders. And chances created at 45. Second was um, Robertson at 41. Um, and he at the time led the league in assists in in, in like the calendar year, in 2021. For you know Aaron Bissaka, he is um, the best defensive right back in the league, arguably in the world. Um, What's that? Bats. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, you know he's been he's been exceptional. I've loved him as soon as he's put on a, a Manchester United um, shirt. He's RT likewise. Yeah, he's he he had you know we spent 50, 50 m at, at you know at Crystal Palace. You know um you know I, I um I'm not gonna say I tuned in week and week out for Crystal Palace. Game. <laughs> you knew who he was. Yeah, but you know I knew he was you know I knew he was decent. I was like fifty mil. Whoa. Um. Oh. And then you know as soon as he put on. The United T-shirt, I, I could, I could see oh, well, why, you know, I could see why, and I could see just, you know, a, a player who's, who loves his craft. Mm-hmm. You can, you, like, you can see he just loves defending. Mm-hmm. And what I like, what I like about it, he was so elite on one end, and you know, people came for him and said on the other end of the of the pick up, uh, of the pitch attacking wise, he hasn't been that great. Yeah. And then he just yeah. went, and you can see that he's reaping the rewards of his hard work. Yeah. And there's nothing I love more about a, a player. Um, Another player, for example, that we, you know, we have mixed opinions. I don't think we have mixed opinions on him. I just, you know, you know, Dan James. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not mixed opinion, you know. I, you know, he has a bad rip in the streets, I feel. And I feel like it's not, you know, I don't know. To some extent, it's justifiable. Just but justifiable because he's not, he's not great. He's, not, he's great. not great. He's not great. He's, he's, he's nice and he can, he, he's a workaholic. He That's, is. I mean, and, you know, one thing. Another thing I love about Fred, another thing about I love about McTominay, I just need to see that you're wearing 
you know you, you, you yeah exactly wearing your heart on your sleeve if you've yeah. got the united badge on your chest you're willing to you know grasp um, we also got that, sorry to Dan James. We also got Dan James for like fifteen m. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. like we broke the bank to, to get, and, to and he's a club and he's doing exactly what what we bought him, we into, bought do. him into. Yeah, do. Yeah. last season he wasn't doing that because of like the the injuries. He had to start. He had yeah, to start. He had to start. Majority and now of the he's under the limelight. Then he went and scored like three goals in his first three appearances, and we were like, whoa, whoa, what's going whoa, on? whoa we've got and a world here. Then, <laughs> then, <laughs> then <laughs> the next Leo Messi. The Welsh Leo Messi. <laughs> oh, I um, But yeah, so sorry. Getting back to Aaron Bissaka, yeah. he's fifth in assist, you know, at United, mm-hmm. which in, in the Prem, which is not great as well. It's not great because he's only got two, which, yeah. so it's not great. But I mean, you, um, that's just you know, show. I'm just showing his improvement going yeah. forward. Or, you know, he gets, you know, he's getting the balls into the right areas. Um, it's, it doesn't just look like he's hacking and crosses anymore. Yeah. He's he's gotten much more comfortable comfortable on the ball as well. Mm-hmm. His passing, I think, has just been a major improvement. Mm. Um, just you know, based off the eye test, um, he's you know, I find myself you know, at times where I think he won't be able to make a pass or a pass will be intercepted. I go, well done, Pesaka, because you got it through. Yeah. Um, he leads the team in tackles per game at three point one. And you know, and he's fourteen interceptions at mm. one point four. You know, he's behind. I think Eric Bailey, Maguire, and uh, I'd assume Fred. Wait, what? How many? How many interceptions did you say? One point four. Yeah, Fred has got one point yeah. six. So uh, he's got the most blocks in the team, interceptions, and uh, tackles in Europe for United. Mm. So I mean, that's that's just great. That's just great output. I don't think we can ask much more. Um, of our of our fullbacks, except if you tell Rashford to work harder, Defensive. you know. So as as the team stands, you know, I don't think we can ask for much more of our of our um of our, of our fullbacks. I mean, they they both fourth and fifth in clearances per game. Uh, one Pasaka at one point seven, Luke Shaw at one point five. Mm-hmm. So. In terms of attacking outputs and defensive outputs, I feel like that is a clear strength. You you can't say you can't name me me three other fullbacks in the league that are better than our fullbacks, and mm. that's and that's a that's a luxury to have. Yeah, yeah. In each position. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in each position. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, no, right, right. yeah, I mean, I share the same sentiments in terms of um, our fullbacks. I think they have been very good. I mean, I totally agree with you. I think for me, um, Aaron Basaka has like. Improved immensely in terms of his attacking output. Like, and you can just tell. Like, like I said, I think you mentioned it. Like, with the eye test, like the balls that he's actually putting in are balls that are more accurate. They're quicker. They, I think, um, they're more like they go. Like, he's got a more variety to his yeah. to, to to his his crossing. You know, it's, 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 it's not just hoofing it up as as you said as and hoping for the best. You know, like he's actually like looking for right back who plays for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's actually, and you know what's also impresses me the most is that he actually looks for the the the, the late run into the box type of option, mm-hmm. and like he tries to find that as more often than not. You know, as as your striker pulls um, the defenders towards goal, you know, towards the six yard area, mm-hmm. um, and then you have the late run either from Pogba, from Source, Fred, or Bruno. Um, you'd find that Aaron is looking for that run or someone cutting back even um like a rashford from the other side who's coming trying to cut back yeah. into that into that space um my biggest strength 
personally I think is um, the mental strength of Manchester United Football Club um, we have come from seven, like there have been eight games where we were coming from losing positions um, we've won seven of those and drawn one that's a total of 22 points from losing games um, I don't think there's any team in the Premier League that's um, matching that stat. Um, all of those games, coincidentally, are also away. Um, so I think that was a good thing. I think the only game that we've lost is um, like from, from going like behind first in the league was Sheffield United. We lost that. Um, That's because we conceded the second after equalizing. Yeah, I think we did. We I think we scored first against Tottenham, um, Palace as well. First game. Um, what other games have we lost? Arsenal at home. So yeah, out of all of those bunches of games that we've that we've um, that we've conceded first, we've picked up twenty two points, which I mean I feel is immense. No, twenty two points of fifty one. That's nearly that's about 40, 40 to forty-five percent, you know, clean. I'm, like I mean, I think that's a big strength in terms of our our mental our mental strength. That the fact that we go behind, we don't easily sulk or easily, um, you know, break down. We actually get more, um, you know, to get the, get get that get that that vibe to actually get the, get back to the game and actually win the game. You know. Now, with regards to that, we we were 20, 22, 21 games. Um, unbeaten mm. uh, away from home mm. as it stands as it stands um, but you know I'm um, just just to you know because uh, you know you, you made that as you know um, you know as you know coming back from behind away from home mm. in terms of being away from home what are your thoughts with regards to you know that even you know even our record you know what are your thoughts to you know people saying that um it's not as impressive because you know obviously there are no crowds covid um you know a home doesn't being at a home is not seen as that much as an advantage anymore or being away is not seen as that much as a disadvantage what do you think i think uh, i think in general within the premier league under covid times um teams are doing better away than they are doing at home i think leicester's also another side that is like evidence of that i think they've I think we've picked up about close to double their points away than at home, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I think that that is a factor. I think COVID being or the low like lack of fans being a thing, I think it does play a role. But I, I don't think I don't think we should take away from what United has done, you know, because the twenty two games unbeaten away aren't just only under COVID. I mean, I think we had five or six games. Mm-hmm. Um, under normal under normal circumstances, mm. so like I mean, and crowds or no crowds, right? Like, what other team has done better? From what I know, it's only Arsenal. Um, I think it is the team, the invisible team, that that has done better. Um, and like I mean, no other team has been able to 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 what's this, to get to this feat. So, crowds or no crowds, I don't think it's. I mean, I, I think it does play a role. I think it does play a factor, but I don't think you should take away from the fact that United has been able to go 22 games away from home unbeaten. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like people who who make it, you know, about obviously crowds. We're not, we're not idiots. Crowds are definitely a factor. I mean, that is that is just 
I mean, you look at the Merseyside derby, for instance. Yeah. Mm, also, Everton won there for the first time since the seventies yeah. or something like that. You know. Wasn't it nineties? Or ever. Oh, nineties actually, nineties, nineties, nineteen ninety nine. That was that was like twenty. That's twenty one. Twenty two years. That's ridiculous. Literally, that's ridiculous, my boy. Being unbeaten at home. So like, and they they didn't have any crowds now. And like, um, I remember watching a, a podcast. Um, not that I'm trying to plug any other people, but like, I mean, we out here. Um, Mason Holgate and um, Ben Godfrey speaking about that when they, 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 have a podcast, no, they don't have a podcast. Oh. They, were, they were on Rio's podcast, oh, Rio oh. Ferdinand's podcast, and they were saying that like, oh, Mason, was this, um, Mason Holgate was saying that that they felt that that was actually a factor for them, the fact that if they were one note down in the 70th minute that's when Anfield would have like, been rocking, would have been rocking. Okay, and it, yeah. it was it was going to be tough yeah. for them it was probably not that they didn't believe uh, that they, what, could, do they could do it but, but it was going to be tougher than what it actually was so know? that's that's true but but as well I mean we've all played professional sports going away from home regardless of whether you know we've played at um you know on a 13 level where you know they yeah to be fair you know sometimes there were crowds but I mean it's not it's not even at a 14, 15 and a 14, level, and a 14 you're playing at 8 a.m. <laughs> hardly in Brussels, and it's cold as balls. <laughs> Who is watching that game nah, except for your mom? And your mom loves you on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you actually come to us as like support that will be okay? I can, but you know what I mean. Mm. You know what I mean. So, you know, we've played, but so it's not the only factor playing away from home, like playing, having to you know wake up in a new place having to um, familiar familiarize yourself with different surroundings yeah. having to um basically you know have your whole schedule dictated by somebody else outside of your camp yeah literally, you know what i mean literally, that's literally those are all you know those are all different those are all challenges having to travel the traveling mm, so mm-hmm. It's not the only factor. It's, a, it's obviously a big factor, so, but it's not big enough to be to to you know to say that you know United's you know Always mental for and their mental fortitude yeah. has been you know or you know it's not a it's not a it's hit not, or a, yeah. or a, you know it, I mean it can't we've, be we've, we've gone to big teams. So. We've gone to big teams. You know we play we've played Tottenham away. We've played. Arsenal away, we've played Chelsea away Ooh, recently. Tottenham is also another side that's starting to pick up, eh? Pick up the play. Interesting. <sighs> I mean, Tottenham. Interesting. Do, do you know what I. Sorry, just. Not, this is not the Spurs podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, I saw they starting lineup, but I didn't watch the game mm. against. This weekend. This, this last game. This last game, they were playing Fulham. Yeah. The, um, that was, you know, I think. I think on uh, paper that's their best starting lineup. That is exactly like, like that's the, uh, that's what I've been looking for them to like. That's the starting lineup I've been looking for them to select instead. But obviously, you know, at left back instead of I think they start Ben Davies, you start regular. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he's hundred percent fit or. I think Eric Dyer um, over Sanchez as well. Sorry, Eric Dyer over Sanchez. You think so? Yeah, I'm a boy. Couldn't have showed what Sanchez is. Ahmed, <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, I think he just he is a, a good. I don't I don't rate. Uh, guy. I, I think he's just a lesser, like a way lesser uh, Maguire. And who's you know, this? Dyer. Okay. Like he's a much lesser Maguire. He's got all all Maguire's bad features and none of his like 
great, great features. features. He's got yeah. all, all, all of his, all of Maguire's great features. Eric Dyer is just good at, and I don't think he can start. I think, I think he's, I think he's slightly better than Sanchez. I you mean, so? Sanchez is a decent defender. Um, who, am I, who would I compare Sanchez to in terms of his level? But, but sorry, but I mean, sorry, just yeah, get back yeah. to it. Um, yeah, like that, that was, you know, because I mean, they started Quebec. I think Dombele. Yeah. And then above them was Dele. Yeah, Dele, um, and then Son and Bale. Bale and then Kane. Kane. That's, you know, that's what we thought Mourinho was going to come and do. That's and the thing, it's taken seven months. Or actually from to, September, from September yeah, to, to now, it's six months. Or six months for them to actually to well, put that on the field. Depending on who you are, hopefully figuring it out, yeah. Mm. Right. I, think, I think all in all, just to finish up, I think all in all Mourinho has like, I mean, he he has known that people have been wanting to see that starting lineup and stuff like that. But you know how Mourinho is. I think Mourinho is, is, is stubborn and he put a stamp on on. Yes, on yeah, yeah. I think I think he's currently with Delhi Ali. I think he was currently at that stage where he was with Pogba when he was just playing him because that's now, what people wanted. And the wheels are also falling off. Yes, and the wheels are also falling off. Yeah. So when yeah. the wheels actually do fall off. He can be like, oh, oh wait, I gave you guys, this is the, I, you guys wanted Dede Ali, I gave you guys Dede Ali. Yeah. Like, look what happens now. But now the wheels might not fall off. I mean, they've had two results and I think they have a, a decent run of... of yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. And, I think they're okay. So I think, moment, yeah. I think they've got, if I'm not mistaken, no, man, they just, didn't they just play Burnley? I think they did over the weekend. Mm, I think they did, but uh, I'm not sure how their faces are looking, but they're looking, I mean, if... In the next three fixtures, if they can pick up three wins, I mean, yeah, that's, that's that, then you I have mean, to. Now it's a in terms of top, in terms of top four, four sports, you have, you have to, to reconsider, reconsider them into the picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's it with the mental, with the with my mental strength. I don't, I don't have any much more to say. But like, I mean, kudos to United, kudos to the characters within the dressing room. You know, the Maguires, and the Kudos the, to the Bruners. Yeah, you know my. Because I also have, you know, just my last dream. Kudos to uh, Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford for carrying. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the time, you know, uh, like, oh, no, even currently, because we are sitting at, uh, you know, we haven't, we didn't score any goals during this double game week. Yeah, fantasy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That, um, um, you know, we've scored, I think, 87 goals mm-hmm. uh, in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Um, our goals and assists, sorry. And Rashford and Bruno have been directly involved in 40 of them. That's 46%. Wait, when you say 87 goals and assists, is that goal, goal contributions? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we I'm... have goals and assists combined. We're sitting at 87. Okay, okay. Goals and assists combined, we're sitting at 87. Bruno and Rashi have 40% of those. Two players, 40%. Yeah, no, Bruno's those guys, those 15 guys goals, 10 assists. Marcus, I think it's 9 assists. Yeah, I think nine it's assists. 9 assists. Yeah. I think, oh, no, 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 6 assists, 9 goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm so, corrected. Yeah. So, you know, and then the next, I mean, we spoke about Luke Shaw's on 5. You know, it just yeah, it just gets it just gets worse from there. Um, <laughs> it just gets so it gets so bad from there in terms of yeah. you know in terms of goal contributions. Of course, you know before that, you know we were looking 
you know, proper. Yeah, I mean, we. It's, I'm not gonna complain if we top heavy, but you know, everybody's like seems like they're involved. I think Cavani is third in terms of goals, and he had a he had what a, a quick brace against brace. Southampton. Mm. He had a goal against Everton. You know, so, so in like like late when the game was mm. was already done, that's it. So it's you know what I mean. So it's not looking in terms of it's a strength. It's a strength and a weakness. The fact that we both, we have both of them. I mean, Bruno is inevitable. You know, he's going through. I don't know if I can call it a slump. I mean, maybe it's, it's just you know games where he hasn't I mean they, the, the expectations and the standards are so high that now we're going we, we he's gone two games without scoring and people are now calling for his head exactly. and I think that's the thing I think I think to speak at something that you mentioned earlier on on the podcast about how there's a united bias and I think that's the thing like yeah. Bruno can't go two games without yeah, a yeah, core yeah. contribution yeah, yeah. Um, but other play, other creative midfielders in the in the Premier League can go five mm. or even more games you know um, without a core contribution and nothing is said about it but it's just like I mean of course it's Bruno Fernandes let's, listen to this day. absurd stat okay. um, from Statman Dave um, yes sir since, twi- since Jose Mourinho was the manager in 2016 Bruno ranks six, six in chances created at United. At at United, at ninety, at, at ninety eight Premier League chances since. Jo- but he only joined the club like just he, over a year ago. Just over a year ago, and I think I think Jose I think, I think Jose was here for some 2016, 2017, eh? That was his first yeah. season. <laughs> since twenty sixteen, yeah, the, like that is um, incredible. I think I think in terms of United, when you look at the, the type of impact that um, Bruno has had, um, many have compared it to. Eric Cantona and I think that's probably like the perfect player that you can compare to in terms of his impact co-contribution chances created influence and 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 you know even position they both played that whole that mm-hmm. I mean as much as Cantona, Cantona was more of a striker a center forward um, type of role but he did predominantly play in that number mm-hmm. 10 role so yeah, no man, Bruno's doing is doing is doing but Do you think he's I mean side do you think he's um player of the year? In Premier League. Premier League. Premier League. Well, it's actually between Bruno and Ruben Diaz. Yeah, that's what I've seen as well. And but my only concern with regards to you know the um, Premier League Player of the Year is um, the big, the larger the gap grows, the larger the city yeah, um, pull away, the the greater you know um, the greater the case is going to be made for Ruben. That's I my think, I mean, uh, Can I rephrase that? Mm-hmm. The larger the gap. The greater the case is going to be made against Bruno. Yes, against Bruno. Okay, against yeah, Bruno. yeah. Because yeah. not Definitely. necessarily four years, but it's going to be made against, against yeah, yeah, Bruno. Because yeah, yeah. I think at the moment he is a front runner. Um, he should be. And anybody who says otherwise is just like he's, he's just. Yeah, no. It's just, no just taking. taking a piss. taking a piss. Um, it's how can you fix this club, my boy? How can you fix? Oh, if you want to go to the chance move on to the transfer market, if you want to go to the transfer market as it stands, how would you fix this United side? Right, 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 right. So I'm looking, you know, 
I don't know. I'm right now with regards to centre backs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, of course, you know, we'd like to reinforce it immediately. Mm-hmm. But what I what I think we should do, right? Maybe wait it out. Wait it out to see. You know, we select. Wait it out. Maybe another year. All right. My my primary prime. Why I say this? All right. Mm. Is is to try and get Wesley Fofana, who has just joined Leicester. Oh. Okay. So he's just joined Leicester for a fee of thirty six point five m. Uh-huh. All right. You know, hopefully in a year in a year's time we're able to come. I honestly think you know if we want to, and I definitely from what I've seen I think he's that good. And obviously just to take another year just to suss him out, mm, just to suss him out, yeah, no problem, just to suss him out, and then hopefully we, we swoop in for around fifty m, sixty m, which is where I think his market value will be mm. if he has another season like he's had this season. Mm. Okay, okay. Or if we're looking for a fix right now, Tarkovsky. We get Tarkowski, who, listen, yeah, listen, you love, you love, but Tarkowski is quality. He, he, he averages 1.3 interceptions a game, which will put him third in our center packs, which, you know, that's, if, you know, if we're looking to fix the issue right now, I think we just, we, we're looking to get a third center back, who's our first option off the bench, or first option when we rotate. Because I still, you know, I believe in Bali and Maguire. Okay. Okay, okay. I but like, I mean, Bali is not the most fittest change. Exactly, so. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You see. Okay. okay. So, um, for, and he averages 4.4 clearances a game, which leads our team, which mm-hmm. would lead our team. Mm-hmm. One block a game, which is just behind, which is only behind Eric in terms of our centre backs, and mm-hmm. allows him allows defenders to dribble past him only 0.4 times per game. Okay. Um, for me, like, I've got one question for you. Mm-hmm. In your starting lineup, like I mean, we all know by his injury record. So like, I mean, like whatever centre back is going to come in is probably going to play majority of the games if by his track record continues the way that it is. Would you rather have Tarkovsky over Lindelof? Yes, and I'll tell you why. <sighs> Uh, listen, listen. How can you say no without even hearing me? I'm just listen. saying out of this disbelief. For Lindelof, alright. I'd always, I'd always thought Lindelof over Maguire. Even. Okay. Right. Yeah. But Lindelof, Lindelof's weaknesses, alright, are just. You, you know, I, I initially because Lindelof, I believe, is one is. Maybe, maybe behind Eric, but mm-hmm. that's maybe. Maybe he's the best mm-hmm. centre back defending one on one situations, mm-hmm. like take ons, defending mm-hmm. take ons. But that strength doesn't cover up his like aerial and his. I'm going to say defensive awareness around like regarding crosses and okay. set piece situations. Okay. And that is an area where we struggle. Yeah, like, I do. Um, almost. You know, I'm I I I get nervous almost on every set piece. <laughs> every corner, about every corner, I'm nervous. Now we can see, we can see, and yes. that's and that's just not. Yeah. And you know, at first, you know, I thought I could overlook that because mm. I thought, okay, Harry, because you know, Harry's you know amazing in the air. Yeah. But even that that is not good enough. Mm. With Maguire there, it's still not good enough. 
So that's the only that's that's the only fault I have against Lindelof. It's not I I'm I'm a huge fan of Lindelof. I just think he's just he's not physically gifted, and I don't think that's his fault. I don't think that's his fault. Um, yeah, that's 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 the only reason. I'll 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 tell you that. I wouldn't also I wouldn't mind. Um. I also think you know our, the way we play right now doesn't doesn't complement Lindelof. I mean Lindelof, you go, you put him in a, a side that controls the ball majority of the games. You put him in a, in a side, for example, I can. Oh, I'm just I'm just speaking now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sides that usually dominate their position at PSG or or Barca, you know, in terms yeah. of position or yeah. Bayern. You know, he he's brilliant on the ball and he'll he'll defend a take on. Uh, every now and yeah, then, and every yeah. count, every now and then, you get you get counted. I can count on Lindelof to you know to do the right thing. Okay. You see, no, but you. now in the in the side like United, where you know it's every now and then we yeah. shots are coming in, crosses are coming in. Every now and then we can we can concede about five corners corners in a game. <laughs> That's you know I don't know. And we get targeted. As yeah, well. exactly. So you see, that's my own issue. That's my only issue regarding um regarding Lindelof. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. To personally, I wouldn't have Tarkovsky over Lindelof. I think, I mean, you, you do make good points. I think, for me, if, if we're talking, if we're talking how we'd like, that's why I said, for example, Tarkovsky, I can see him as a right now kind of fix. Can, can, I, give, can I give you a name who I'd rather have over Tarkovsky? Hmm. Tyrone Mings. Yeah, of course, but... <laughs> Aston Villa's not letting go of Tyron Mings for okay, me. Okay, no, I mean, of, of course, yeah. but like, that's for me. No, of course, I mean, of course. Like, for me, Tyron Tokovsky doesn't give me that. How, what, what would you think Aston Villa would give us for? I'm just look, I'm looking also like. He's trying to be, no, he's trying to be realistic. No. I think for me, realistically, the, the target that I would go for is Michael Keane. Um, he's at a good age. I think he's 27, year old, 27 years old, puts in 0 0.7 tackles per game, 1.3 interceptions per game, 0 0.9 blocks per game. Got an 87.7 passing rate uh, and wins 2.7 aerial juice per game. So I mean, he gives you that aerial, that aerial um, presence. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's good on the ball. He's got some pace. Nyana plays alongside um, Harry Maguire, England side. So I mean, that could be a partnership that could work for both England and for, for United. You know, you getting used to Michael Keane mm. definitely. It's definitely going. It's definitely going. Um, so like for me, I, th I think I'd rather, like, I mean, that's that's my target in terms of um, centre-back. And I think you can probably get him out of Everton for about 50 to 60 more. That's the thing, like, I mean, the thing is at the moment, I think it's being touted out that we are looking for a centre-back. So whatever centre-back we do go for. Um, and you think it would be worth it to buy my cooking for 60M? Yeah. Michael Keane for 60M. For me, Michael Keane, for me, Michael Keane starts ahead of Lindelof. And that's that's the issue that I'm looking at. Does a player start ahead of Lindelof? Cool. No 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 worries. I don't mind you looking at that. Alright. I mind you saying that you're comfortable with spending 60M on Michael Keane. Like English tags, United tags. Ultimately, I'll pay 45M for Michael Keane and I'll be happy. 40. 40. Uh, we can go 45, you know. But. Yeah, when we're paying 
strong arms. There's no chance. Arms. There's no chance. I am happy with my Mike United. Woodward. Mad Judge, this man. Mad Judge. Do not listen to this man. Do not listen to this man. Listen to me. All right. Um. All right. Sorry. Are you done? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, so for like for me, like Michael Kim would be a better, would be a better fit because like I feel like he pure, he comes straight into the starting lineup, he, he replaces Lindelof. Um, yeah, man, I, I, for me, I don't get that same confidence with James Tarkovsky. I get, I get the whole thing that he he's so, someone sorry. who comes. So Michael, in. Michael Keane or Wesley Fofana? From what I've seen, Keane. <laughs> All right. All right. From what I've seen, Keane. <laughs> This man must have your nudes and they must be looking extra fire. <laughs> <laughs> there must be some fire nudes. <laughs> I think another thing for me that that like um, that I like about Keane is that he's a he's technically a United graduate. So like I mean that whole coming I, back home, I mean yeah, I've got that whole sentiment towards him and that soft spot for him as a United graduate, personally. So maybe maybe it is a little bit biased, but like, I mean maybe. Out here. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Any other position you look at? I'll, I'll look at right, I'll look at right wing. Yeah, uh, yeah, can yeah. I just go quickly? Cause yeah, I mean, take it away. Jaden Sancho. He was supposed to be our number seven at the beginning of the season. It didn't happen. And I then they tried to uh, United, United. Don't, 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 don't do this to us. You didn't have to. You didn't have to do that to us. But you did anyway. You did yeah, anyway. They did. They did. I think. Don't from, take us for. Don't take us for a ride. I don't want to swear on. And they took. And they took us know, for a ride. But don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're okay. We. We already handled and stomached the disappointment. Don't try and diss out Cavani like we all didn't know who was supposed to be the be number, seven. number seven. Yeah, definitely. I think he was supposed to be a number seven. Um, from what I understand is that he had agreed terms with United. He was happy to come to United. Um. United were United was happy with him. Oli was happy with him. Um, the, the, like the, the thing that didn't make the deal happen was the price tag that Dortmund was strong, strong army United. That they were saying 120 straight up, and United were like, "Ah, oh, my boy, it's COVID." You know, like I mean, we can't just 120. There's no money. There's no fans. You know, we're not getting any revenue. And Dortmund weren't budging on that thing because we even tried to structure it. Um, into different deals, you know, into like, um, I think it was something along the lines of 80 now, 20 installments, and then another 20 in uh, bonuses and stuff like that. But like, nobody went having it. So for me, I'd rather have him. Um, as I, as I, from, the, from the time I did my research, um, 13 goals, 12 assists in all competitions, 2.2 key passes per game, 2.5 dribbles per game, 84.5 passing accuracy, and 0.9 crosses per game. I think. For me, the only reason I'd have Jaden Sancho is because one, he's young; two, he's English; three, he wants to come to my club; four, he balances out our attack because I think, as it stands, Mason Greenwood is doing a phenomenal job on the right, but I don't think he is a right winger, and we need someone who is a right winger. I think, in terms of if you're looking at it positionally, the last right winger that we signed was Antonio Valencia, and that was. Still under Fergie, I think. You know, um, so yeah, like I mean, we do need someone who actually plays on the right and sticks to the right, not someone Sanchez? who's gonna left winger. He's a left winger technically. Mm. Um, so yeah, we need someone who, who plays on the right, who's gonna play predominantly on the right, and just give us 
more balance on the right and um, more attacking options because I think at the moment we, we attack predominantly on the left and I think you mentioned it earlier with Luke Shaw how like our attacks always go through him and I think that's because we are more left-sided mm. um, dominant um, so yeah that's, I think that's that's the signing that we need um, Jaden Sancho make it happen my charges yeah that's you. that's as well as well I, I completely agree with that um, as an alternative to you know, um, Jaden Sancho. I'd look into Leon Bailey. Um, young player. talent, young talent. We could, right now, his market value is sitting at around 35 M euros. Mm. Uh, with United Types, I can expect it to 45. go to 50. If I can easily expect it to go to 50, even higher than that, to be dead honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah knowing yeah. How, how, you know, clubs negotiate with us, you know, I could easily, I say 50 M. Because that's his market value now. I could see it by the time we're thinking about, you know, even thinking about making a move to him, could easily go 260M. 260M, yeah. Um, you know, and I think he, you know, he he's just as an alternative to Jaden, because I, I also rate him highly. I think he's just got a beautiful football mind. Yeah. Um, when I've seen him, he's he very rarely makes the wrong decision. decision. And that's something we need. Yeah, we just need a lot. Yeah, we just need a lot of that into our side. No. The more players, the more players we can bring, who, the more players we can bring into our side that are able to do that, the better. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. um, that's something we just like. Um, but you know, just for you know some figures on Leon Bailey, um, he he makes one point six key passes per game. That will put him third in United. Two point six dribbles, um, completes two point six dribbles per game. Mm. That ties first with Rashford. Um, at the time, he had five goals and six assists in the in the Bundesliga, and eight goals. Uh, that's in twenty-one matches, and eight goals. Um, no, no, five goals in eight appearances in the Europa League. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! So, whoa, whoa. and he's I think he's the second leading goal scorer for Bayer Leverkusen. Um, so he's he's very you know he's very creative. He's He's a young talent. I think he's Jamaican. Yeah, he is Jamaican. Um, he's Jamaican. You know, um, you know, I can, you know, I can, you know, I, I could just see him, you know, bringing that extra bit of creativity into United. I mean, um, his goal, his, his goal contributions would put him third in our in our side already. Obviously, the Bundesliga is not the prem, <laughs> um, but same can be said for Sancho. <laughs> so same can be um, said for Sancho. So just as an, an alternative, and you're looking at a. At a trade-off, you know, at a price difference, if we get, you know, if we get him for 50, 50 m, Leo Bailey, Sancho is at least going to at least going for double that. So, if we, you know, if we don't land Sancho, we need to have Plan Bs. Like we just need to have Plan Bs in, yeah, in, you know, in line. Know. And I hope they do. I hope United sure. do. Or your team. Or just hire us, United. Hire us. Show me that Chankura. So, like, before we before we carry on to our expectations, did you hear the story about Lukaku and Inter Milan? Oh wait, they were supposed to pay us a bonus. They were supposed to. Yeah, after he scored, I think. Yeah, they were supposed to pay us a bonus. Um, and now, and now they can't they pay, pay us the remaining now fee. Now they have to pay the, the remaining fee. Yeah. And it's like fifty m, eh? Yeah, it's around about there. It's fifty m because they've only paid twenty five m over two years. That was just. And apparently, AC Milan's going through it eh, financially. AC or Inter? Inter, sorry. Inter Milan. Apparently, Inter is going, Inter is going, going through, through it financially. And now through. we could either get Skinner or Lautaro Martinez. 
for me, for me, that's okay. I think, I think, I think we had a we had a very good position there. If we get a Skrinja, personally, I'll be very happy because that's a centre back that comes in. I think Skrinja is of the quality that we are that we require. Um, my biggest negative is that Skrinja plays in in, in the say in Italy, Serie A, and the pace of that league isn't as quick as the Premier League, you know, mm. and he's going to have to have time to adjust to the Premier League and stuff like that. But if we were to go for him, personally, I'm happy. Even Latoya Martinez, because like, I mean, it's quality up front. But then is, now, what, what, do we, what do we do with people no, like Greenwood and Marshall? It's a bit, it's a bit fully loaded up, up front. I'm yeah, not that's, that's why I personally, I'll, 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 I'll be more sorry, happy with Skriniar than, than Latoya. I'll be more happy with Skriniar. All but the money. All the money. Oh, you give us. The <laughs> like, yeah, fuck out of here with all that noise. We're going to play as one money. Man, yeah, boy. give us the money so we can go buy. Give us that Chankura. See the expectations, my boy. Tell me what are you expecting from Realistically. From, your, from your side. Realistically. As uh, my expectations have altered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this past <laughs> week. <laughs> this past week. Um. um I hate to be the one to say it, you know, I always believe, you know, I always have hope in my side. But I feel like these last especially these last two games. These last two games were probably the, the biggest, most important two games of the league. Chelsea and Crystal Palace. Chelsea Crystal Palace leading up to City. Yeah. And we drew both. <laughs> no more. Uh, it was they were the bit they were huge games. If we could have come away with in those games six points out of six only i think we'd only be trailing then nine no we'd be trading 12 and hopefully imagine us grabbing a result against city now we nine take it to nine points take it nine with about 10 now games we, now we've got a title race that's a that's a that's a title race now, now we're, we're sitting at 14 we we've drawn the last team. we've drawn six of the last 10. <laughs> city have won 20 what 20, 20, 21 on the trot game, yeah 21 games on the trot uh, and I don't like saying it, but I I I think it's just, I think it's just about done. Um, so my position for the season, we need to win Europa. We need to make it to the FA Cup final, um, and then we need to finish second. Anything below second is not is is a, is a disappointment. Is a failure. I think yeah. that's. I won't be able to handle that. I think if that's. Finish below second. No, we can't. Yo. We can't. I Yo, think we that's, can't. Please, that's the biggest. Me, I'm you. Like, that's, that's that's bigger than for me. That's bigger <sighs> than FA Cup in Europe and Europa. Yeah, yo, I'd rather not have those two. If I'm finishing second, I need to finish. We need, we need to, finish to finish second. second. Like just so, yo. just so you know that we put ourselves in, you know, just in a mental position that okay, you know, it's. There's something here, you know what I mean? Mm, we and we're closer, to, we're closer to City than the last season. Personally, I have the same expectations, you know. I think winning Europa, I think getting to the FA Cup final would be good, you know. And I mean, there's also talks about how they, they're probably going to allow fans in the FA Cup final. So, um, with at least, I think it's going to be at least 10,000 of United fans or 10,000 each, I'm 100% sure. Um, whatever number of fans, United fans at Wembley Stadium, that's like, I mean, the chances of us winning whatever team that we are playing in a once-off game, I think I would fancy our chances, you know, mm. so us making um, FA Cup final would be a good start. I think we have to beat Leicester away in the next couple of weeks. Oh my God, yo. Hmm. Europa League, I think we're playing Milan as well. Yo, dude. Hmm. <laughs> yes. 
I think Europa League as well, right? Like, I would like to win Europa League. I think we do need a trophy. I think, even if I think, do you know who I the biggest reason, not even for the club, I just think for Bruno, you know, for Ali for me, for Ali for you, as well, as well, as well, as well, just so. I don't know, just so you know, there can be something tangible to yeah. all the progress that's been made. Yeah. Because there there has been progress, guys. Um it's it would be it would be a lie for you to say that in the last twelve months or how eighteen months that Oli's been Oli's been coached. How, how yeah, long he's been he's been there for two, about two years, two and a half years. Two and a half. Two two and three two and a quarter. Really. He came in eighteen nineteen in in December. Eighteen nineteen. Oh, so it's oh, yeah, 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 but definitely, yeah, just so, and just as well for, you know, just for, for Bruno, just to, because Bruno came here to win trophies. Yeah, I know, true. And I want players, exactly, I want players to do that. Yeah, to do that. Um, yeah, man, I mean, I think that's, I think that's United done now. Um, yo, what a club, what a club. Right. By the way, biggest the... football club in the world, <laughs> just to, just so that you're not mistaken or you don't have it otherwise yeah no i think that's that's it from united you know i mean spoken quite in depth about the weaknesses of the side in terms of our opinions the strengths uh where we think we should improve where we would like to be at the end of the season anything yeah. from your side uh nothing from my side you know hopefully it does get better mm-hmm. um as well you know as you know as the first time uh you know host which, uh, <laughs> i feel like you know I've, been awesome engaging engaging and you know, doing something that we love we clearly you know you know it was clearly natural like you know, it felt it, you know mm. it, felt, it felt really good to be out here with you so yeah, no, yeah, thank you for having me on board and you know i'm excited to see where it goes yeah. yeah no definitely um like we said at the beginning guys make sure you guys check out um our socials socials going to be in the description um personal socials the socials of the podcast um at from the stand sportscast on instagram um we are going to be on YouTube, we are going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, yeah. Pocket Cast, Breaker, all of those, all of those Subscribe, things. like, share this video. And, and, know, the, podcast. We, and, the, and the podcast. And the podcast, this is the podcast. Um, you know, we'll be giving you content every week. Yeah, um, on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis. You know, we're both students, so you know, we both do our best to, you know, Try to juggle, juggle both, but you know, we, we, we will, we'll we'll make make, we'll make it happen because this happen. is what we love as well. And you know, we'll talking about sports, so if you know, if you're excited for this journey, you want to join us, please tag please. along. Please tag along. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, see you next week. That's it from my side. Sandy, so out. Is it